And welcome everyone back to your church of heavy metal that is Thunderdome Metal Reviews. I am the Reverend Ben Dangerously, or Lindsay if you know me well, and with me as always are Dr. David Pizzo and Tracy Newport, the chicken slaughterer himself. My friends, my countrymen, how are you tonight? I'm ready to paint my fucking face and be really sad and scream. That's what I'm ready for. Gonna go, go thick on us? I'm, I'm going to go just full Sweden on you. Full Sweden. Yes, we have gathered in congregation tonight to talk about Tracy's pick for the month of January. Tracy, why don't you tell us about it and why you picked it? So, as previously stated with our previous January months, uh, the pickings were slim. I had actually originally picked three things prior to this, and one was... uh, Sailor Darling made it seem like they're releasing an album in January. It's like, oh shit, yes, that's going to be it. No. And then Harakari for the Sky was the second choice. And it's good. The tracks that are out, but only but, like two or three are out. Well, Worldwide release was the last Friday, Weird. the 29th yeah. or whatever. But the US release for it is sometime in February. And so that got sidetracked. So here we are with my third pick in Tribulation. I'd heard them their album from 2018 down below and this thought it was decent so i feel like giving these album a shot and seeing how it goes and also uh their former songwriter released a solo album in 2019 that was fairly solid so here we are keyword here, former songwriter <laughs> here we are indeed with their fifth studio album released as tracy said on january 29th of 2021 on century media records where the gloom becomes sound. Has a runtime of 48 minutes and 17 seconds. The lineup is Johannes Anderson on bass and vocals, Jonathan Hulton on guitars, Adam Zars on guitars, and Oscar Leander on drums. It was produced by Jamie Elton. And I guess we should talk about like the elephant in the room, the fact that the guy who wrote 70% of it or whatever is no man. Yeah. Uh, I was going to briefly mention that the person who mixed it, Tom Dalgety, is the one who mixed the Rammstein reunion. Oh, cool. So there's that overlap. But he worked with Ghost, who I think there's a lot of overlap between that band and this. I one. can definitely see yeah. that, yeah. Definitely. Yes, yes. So there's some Ghost overlap. But yes, they're guitarists. They're precious, incredibly corpse paint proficient <laughs> guitarists, looking at this image on Wikipedia, uh, gone. And I'm looking for why that is the case. Further research is required, but they yeah, released he... a statement. I don't know that he said anything. If so, I haven't seen it. But they basically said that after so much time together, that they had just grown apart spiritually and musically. So uh, who knows? I mean, you know, he wrote seventy percent of the songs on this album, and now he's gone, and now he's dead. Yeah. I... I will have to say that that seventy percent is pretty damn good. Yeah, there's there's a lot of good songs on here. I didn't know this band. I, I saw I, Apple, which also told me I need to listen to Accept and Werewolves this month. Anyway, told me <laughs> you should listen to this because you like you know crazy shit from Sweden that involves being very sad, and I do. So I, um, this was my introduction to this band. Though this is what album is this for them? Five or yes. six. Fifth. Yeah, no, they're not spring chickens. 
Uh, and while I think they sound a bit like Ghost, maybe or Dark Tranquility, like I can see the influences. I mean, they're doing their own thing. It's hard in this scene, I think, to make your. It's sort of like the melodic death metal scene in Sweden, which yeah. is really cool. I like a lot of those bands, but they really, it's really hard to sound distinct. Uh, and I think they do that. I could do without the damn instrumental, but we don't have to talk about that yet. It's not. <laughs> they're interchangeable at this point. They all fucking do it. Opeth did it. Cradle of Filth does it all the time. And I'm just like, oh, okay. All right. Tracy, this was your pick. What did you think? So it's a solid album overall. I, I don't want to think. I think you guys probably liked it more than I did. If I had to say of the three albums I did for January, this this and Dread Solve kind of it waffles back and forth and just which one I like more. But I think this one kind of beats it up barely. But I mean, this album was just a little more doom and gloom than I was looking for. And that sense, I like, and a lot of ghost stuff. I know we use them as a comparable example in here. While their lyrics are doom and gloom, they kind of have a bit more of a chipper sound. And this album, from start to finish, it's just it's in the dirt. Like it's it's playing in the dirges in a sense. And so it just after a while, it kind of starts to I don't say wears on you, but it does start to run together. I fucking love this. This is the best album Tracy has picked since Chemist. Um, so since the fourth album we ever did? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. That's a new album that I hadn't heard. I mean, he's oh, picked up some other good stuff. Um, and yeah, it is a dirge. As a matter of fact, there's a song, Dirge of a Dying Soul, that when we get to songs, I will speak to. But no, man, uh, this kind of reminded me. I can see the, the comp to ghosts, especially with the theatrics and the coarse paint and everything and some of the lyrical content. I think this is heavier. To me, this is much closer to a Paradise Lost than it is to Ghost. Um, but I... Yeah, I can see. Yeah. Man, I just fucking love this, dude. I listened to this so many times. Because I, I set a bar of how many times I'm going to listen to something before I can review it, which is usually four or five times. But this, I just kept listening to because I enjoyed it so much. I agree with the Paradise Lost comparison. That's what it made me prime me to like this, in addition to being sad about Sweden and in Sweden and thinking about being in Sweden. Uh, there's thematically, and in terms of some of the instrumentation, I think there's some convergence there. And I don't, I don't want to be mistaken saying it's a bad album because it's not. I mean, it's a comparably, I'm going to listen to a lot more shit this year than this album, but I just the sheer you, quantity of it. But still, you. like, I, I don't want to say it's the, I'm not quite the uh, fanatic that Ben is behind it saying it's the greatest album I've ever picked in my life. Yeah, until I find <laughs> out you have a secret Facebook group saying where the gloom becomes sound is the best album I've ever written <laughs> that no one knows about. I can promise you that's never going to happen. That's never going to happen. Um, how interesting. Well, I thought I, you know, I thought this might be a hit with you, Tracy. Well, it's, it's not bad. I mean, and I'm probably going to let it sit and come back to it later in the year to see where it falls based off of Ben's reaction to it. I'm like, okay, maybe I should give this one final full spin through but i'm going to sit for a few months to see how it sits after time because you know i like to let things kind of sit percolate see how they sit in that little lizard brain of mine and see how they 
come I back want to the you, forefront when I hear them again. I, I need you to do that so when their 2024 release, What the Fuck Are We Still Doing Being in a Band, comes out, and then the guy who wrote all their music is not returned. Like, I want to know. It's going to be like 2030, and then uh, in 2029, he's going to rejoin because they have no other songwriter. And because Scar Symmetry of them have fused into a single band that will never put out an album. <laughs> that would be interesting. But uh, yeah, it, it would be it was Swedish apocalypse. That would be a Swedish extreme <laughs> metal supergroup. On like Stone. I will have to say that I think the just to speak to the production quality of this, I think it's really good. It's not quite as good as Stone, uh, as David just mentioned, yeah, but it's, it's just as notch below it. And part of it is um, to Trace's point, and I think one of the reasons he didn't like it is because this is kind of depressing i mean it's the yeah. fucking name of the album has gloom in it yeah. um so i mean it definitely leads up to the album title of where the gloom becomes sound because that's literally what this is it's if you could do look at gloom and bottle it it'd be this it'd be the yeah. album cover for this so it's not uh, it's not intentionally i think as pretty as the soul album was but i think the production is just a notch below and um, i think my tolerance I didn't think that I was the doom guy, but I guess I am the doom guy because you're my the doom guy, dude. Or this this depressing shit is higher than I think the other two of you. So I think that's accurate. But this was up tempo enough for me to be on the ride. Like it's, I will listen to some really grim shit if it's just slightly up tempo, <laughs> which I don't even know what the fuck that means. Again, I blame Slayer, but I, I, it is Slayer's fault. It's Slayer. As long as it's Slayer. fast, they could be killing everything in the world jacket it's just good i'm, I'm like got, like i said like i always the, say it's got a good beat you can bug out to it the, the moment it slows down you're like all right that's crossing the line it's horrible nope too slow <laughs> <laughs> hates it oh bathory cover nice yeah no that's anyway <laughs> diff, different episode um yeah this was up tempo enough and like, they're, they're really good at playing their fucking instruments and i kind of like ghost and dark tranquility so you know yeah. I prefer, I will not lie, the soil work end and scar symmetry end of the Swedish metal landscape, but you know, I see where this is coming from. And I, I do with you on that one as well. I enjoy the more less gloomy stuff. Now, if you're talking about me dying in a holographic universe, fine. Let's go with it. Yeah, some of their <laughs> topics are really fucked up, but yeah, it's a tone thing, maybe more than anything yeah. else, rather than lyrics per se, because Scar Symmetry wants to just, like, destroy you in so many different ways. But or just turn you into a machine. Just... Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't call Fear Factory uplifting either, but again, different episode. So, did you know Tribulation before this, Ben? Nope. Okay. Didn't know they existed. Are you okay. going to dig into that? I guess I'm going to have to to go backwards on it, which I probably would anyway, mm -hmm. because that's just how I roll. But because I'm very, when I hear a band that I like this much, I always get immediately excited for their next album. But since the guy who wrote like 70% of this exactly. is gone, it makes me kind of wonder what their next album is going to sound like. Because I have. You know, it could be completely fucking different. Um, so, yeah, I guess I'm going to have to go backwards if I want to hear the evolution of the sound. And, I mean, you yourself said, Tracy, that the, their last album from 2018, did you say it was, was pretty good, too. So Yeah. I, I think that one's, in my opinion, it's a little bit better than this one. Yeah. Let's see. And also, 
kind of just playing a click with a clip. It'll remind me of what it sounded like. It kind of has like that weird 70s sound we talked about with uh, Rainbow, like kind of interluded with it. Well, that probably will sound much more like Ghost then, because that's kind of what I think of, at least on the last couple um, of songs that I've heard from Ghost or the last album yeah. I've heard. Was a, it reminded me of much of 70s arena rock too. So, I mean, you may, your mileage may vary on it. Let's just say that. I mean, I, I like those. So, I mean, I think I would like it. Well, I think maybe why I like that one so much better is because that it did have kind of like that more poppier electronica sound to it from like the 70s, kind of like cross into it. That's fair. Shall we it talk wasn't about quite as gloomy. I mean, it doesn't have it in the title, so how could it be? No, it's just talking about going to hell with Down Below <laughs> and Purgatory. Indeed. So shall we talk about songs, gentlemen? Sure. Um, I think for me, I think it has a good opener that sets the, the stage for what this album's going to be and in remembrance. Dirge of the Dying Soul is all right. Daughter of the Gin is pretty good, and I think Elementals is quite interesting. And probably the best song on the album. Which one did you say you thought was the best song on the album? Elementals. Oh, okay. Thank you. Um, well, I like most of the songs on the album. I do think In Remembrance is a good opener. Hour of the Wolf, Leviathans, Elementals, Funeral Pyre is pretty good. I even actually wasn't super upset with the um, instrumental, but for me, by far, my favorite track on this album is Dirge of a Dying Soul. When I first listened to this album and that song came on, I just had it on my Bluetooth speaker as I was going around fucking doing dishes or some shit in my apartment. And that came on. I stopped one of them. I was like, holy fuck, what is this? And went and looked to see which song it was. And then as soon as it was over, I skipped back to listen to it again. And as soon as it was over, I skipped back and listened to it again. That's how much I liked this song. I mean, it's only fucking January. We've only talked about three new albums on this podcast. But as of right now, this is my favorite <laughs> new metal song that I've heard this year. Um, yeah, I like In Remembrance. I think it's a cool opening track. I agree. Dirge of a Dying Soul is a little doomy for me, but the instrumentation is really cool. The instrumental can fuck off. I don't know. I just don't, I just don't care about those things. Um, and, and not just with this band. I like Daughter of uh, the Djinn and some of their attempt to get some world music stuff in here. The, they, their attempt to turn to the East, I, I find interesting. Uh, I like Inanna and I like Funeral Pyre. Excellent. Yeah, I, I like Daughter of the Dude Jin too. Again, uh, yeah. That's the majority of the album. So. Uh, I know. I named a good amount of it too. What's going to proclaim it? Band is found as album of the year. Maybe. Uh, I, I would like to think that something better will come along as, uh, this year as much as I do like this album. Don't fool yourself. People tell themselves shit like that and then they ruin their lives. Just give up. Settle. Settle for this album. <laughs> yes. When you see a good thing come along, jump on it. You just got to hold on to it. Dude, just you should marry it. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Or Jonathan, apparently, he's doing solo stuff now. 
Yeah, what's he up to? Not this. <laughs> so not gonna not gonna work here anymore. Finding a bunch of other dudes to get all corpse painted with, I guess. Well, I mean, there's right in. Yeah, not unlimited supply of those. So. Especially not in that part of the world. So he forms the band Trials <laughs> to, to there, <laughs> right? Charlie uh-huh. Blossom. So shall we grade it? Let's grade it. Uh, let's do it. it. I think this one's going to be all over the place. Since it's my pick, I'll be the first one to fall on the sword on this one. I'm going to give it a B. Solid album. Um, I don't think it's, I don't think highly of it as Ben does, but I still think it's solid and serviceable. Um, you won't feel like a waste of time listening to it. I mean, I have a very low bar on if you should listen to music or my grades probably he, compared he to others. have a very low bar on whether you should listen to music or not. I don't it's it's one of so many reasons I don't listen to nearly as much as Tracy for a variety of reasons and I still think you should give this album a whirl I'm going to give it a B as well I think it's cool it's catchy it's neat I want to hear some of their earlier work um it's for it's a B for me A minus it's not perfect but it is damn good um and with the strength of that one song gives it a half grade bump for me because that is such a badass song. And the rest of it is nearly as good as that. So, an A minus. Well, there it is. Indeed, gentlemen, indeed. What's, what's happening next, Tracy? What's happening next is one of uh, an album brought to us by this Ben, and we are doing Since the Cold White Light. Indeed. And if you thought this was depressing, wait until you listen to that. <laughs> yeah, when I saw you get to pick something, I was like, oh shit, I'm in for it now. <laughs> yes. But join us then when we will talk about that and we'll see how much Tracy particularly hated it. But yeah, he might <laughs> like it. Who knows? Uh, Who knows? It's a big tent on Thunderdome Network. It is. <laughs> <laughs>